Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. This is a special episode of Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, Finding Chase Masner, Episode 4. This week marks three years since her son, Chase Massner, vanished in Cobb County. Living the last three years with the not knowing and without him here is pure hell. Chase Massner is an Iraq War veteran, a husband, a father. His wife told us she dropped him off at a quick trip in Cobb County where he works. His family says he was last seen at a friend's house in Kennesaw three years ago on March 27th. It's like he vanished from that home not to be seen or heard from again. If he was able to reach out to any one of us, he would. He would. Despite some intense searching, few clues have been found. She tells me that as a mother, in her heart, she feels her son Chase is dead. We have absolutely no answers at all. Not even the slightest clue in three years. We're back at square one, Stephanie, because we have to talk to Brad. That's the missing link here. Now, we know he has refused to polygraph and then stated again he will take a polygraph. I'm going looking for him, okay? Okay. Armed with nothing but my iPhone, and I am going to find him. And I'm going to ask him what happened. 
I'm going to see what story he's going to tell me, and we'll take it from there. Will you take a polygraph with me? You want me to take a polygraph? Yes. <laughs> Not sitting right here. I'll set one up and just put the whole thing to rest. I mean, I can if that's what it takes, but it's just don't, I don't be afraid know. of polygraphs. Are just, I don't it's know. it's not a big deal. They're it's not fun. hard at all. I mean, because now I know where you live, kind of. <laughs> right. So are we done then? Stephanie's on the way. Stephanie. On the way here. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Dude, no, man, my apartment's destroyed. Uh, no, this is this is. I didn't know that. I want to take a shower. No, that's right. You were in an interview. I don't want to tell you. Imagine not knowing whether your child is dead or alive. Imagine wondering every night when you put your head to the pillow, where is he tonight? Does he need me? Is he hurting? Is he disoriented? Is he far from home? Is he dead? This is Crime Stories. I'm Nancy Grace. I am talking about missing young man, a husband and father of two little girls, an Iraqi war vet, a son, Chase Masner. For so long, his mother, Stephanie Cadena, has wanted to speak to the last person to see him alive. That person I called the wild card, Brad Clement, the last person to see Chase alive. And now, Stephanie is going to join us to put those questions to Brad Clements that she's wanted to ask for so long. Simply Safe, our sponsor today, thank you for making this podcast possible, for making it possible for us to bring together Stephanie Cadena, who is looking for her son, along with us, Chase Masner, introducing Stephanie to the last person to see Chase alive that we know of. Simply Safe makes home security available and affordable for everybody, not just the rich, not just the elite, not just those living in gated communities, but all of us now can afford home security. Simply Safe, $14 a month. And if you go to simplysafe.com, you get an extra percentage off by putting in code word Nancy. Simply Safe. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast today. And now we introduce Stephanie Cadena to Brad Clement and her search for her son, Chase Masner. Stephanie, what you've been waiting for, Brad, the last person that as of right now, we know saw Chase alive. And I know you've got a lot of questions. Hit it. What was the last thing Chase said to you? When was the last time you talked to him? Oh, last time I talked to him, I mean, we were just talking about him and Amanda pretty much. And, uh, you know, it was uh, the exact words I can't, you know, can't remember. Because, I mean, we were pretty much just having a good time. Like, that was, you know, he'd come over and uh, we were just, you know, Again, I pretty much reiterated the fact that he was a lucky guy to have, you know, a wife and two little girls that loved him. And, I mean, that's all I would ever really tell him about that. Like, we never got really into depth of, you know, how they were fighting or what they were fighting over. I think he mainly just wanted to kind of, you know, a break from her. And, um, you know, that was... What do you think they were fighting about? I mean, I think it was about him working and then her not working. And, you know, basically 
you know, hurt, you know, wanting more money or something. And then, you know, he was mad at her because she wasn't working and, you know, he was working his butt off, like a quick trip all the time. And I think she was about to get a job. She had just gotten a job. Right. And, um, you know, that's really, I mean, the, the, the extent of like kind of what we talked about with them. I mean, it, it seemed that, you know, that wasn't, that, that really wasn't like why he wanted to come hang out with me. I think it was more or less just to get away from her, you know, just to kind of have a break from her. But I mean, what, whatever he said about like going to sleep in the woods and stuff like that, like I never, I never really believed him. You know, I thought. Did he actually say that to you? Yeah, he actually said that, but it was more like he told her that, you know, rather than it wasn't like telling me that, you know, I'm going to go sleep in the woods. He's like, I told her I was going to go sleep in the woods, you know, as, you know, just to kind of. Had he ever done, actually done that before? No. Okay. And I mean, that, that I think he was just telling her that just to kind of get her to, you know, Shut to up. scare her, you know, or, you know, try to get her to listen more. And, um, you know, I never, all the PTSD stuff or the bipolarness, I never saw that in him. Like, he was always really happy around me and, you know, really cheerful guy. Like, he was fun to be around. Like, yeah. I mean, he was a nice guy. Like, that's why I was, you know, all about helping him out the best I could. Yeah. Like, I mean, he never, never seemed like the suicidal type or anything like that. Like, I never saw that part of him at all. And, uh, I mean... It wasn't that side of Yeah. I mean, he seemed like, an, I mean, I just remember like his ringtone from being over my, my house that day was the Pharrell song where it's like, I'm happy, you know, his ringtone and everything. And like, you know, he would like, you know, dance to it and yeah. hey, he was a really happy guy. Like I always funny. Yeah. And like, I, I never saw this, you know, bipolar, you know, crazy mean that Amanda would kind of paint to me about it, you know, from the couple times I talked to her. Like, well, the 20 years before that I raised him, before he joined the Army, I never saw it either. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, I didn't really know him that long, but I never, never saw that, you know, that dark side of him that people say, or, you know, just from the, the talk on Facebook and all that. Like, and that's, that's another thing that, you know, just bothered me about this whole thing was that it was, you know, I never saw any of the, the stuff that, that, you know, of him, you know, being, you know, crazy to Amanda or whatnot or the stuff that she says, you know, about them fighting. What does she say that he did? I mean, it was just, what it's, I mean, what does she say? Just, you know, about screaming in front of the kids and stuff like that. And that's pretty much, you know, what she Didn't said. Didn't she say she'd put him out of the car? Yeah, when but they, they start arguing, arguing about um, something, and then he would start screaming in front of the kids, and then she would make him get out of the car to stop yelling in front of the, the girls, pretty much. And, I mean, I guess that's that night she dropped him off at that quick trip that um, they were screaming and yelling in front of the kids. But when I picked him up, he was inside the quick trip, you know, already kind of, you know, being chased, funny guy. Like, you know, the picture that it, it looks like he's, like, really messed up on drugs that, he, that you see on Facebook. Like he was just what were the two drinks that he was holding energy drinks yeah and, yeah and he was just messing around like just being funny guy you know that was chase you know he was you know if anything just you know laid back guy that was you know a smoker you know just chill and that's i was kind of just some of the you know i i enjoyed being around him i thought he was a cool guy 
you know. And that's what happened that day. So you pick him up that night mm-hmm. at Quick Trip because you got a call to come get him. Mm-hmm. And where did you guys go? Just my house. And that wasn't very far away. Mm-mm. I mean, you could walk there from the Quick Trip. And when you got home to your place, that was like a four bedroom something mm-hmm. something home. Mm-hmm. And you sit up all night putting a computer together. Mm-hmm. And what was he doing? Just you know talking like he loved i mean he was sitting there talking to me about stuff and like we were just you know he wanted to um he asked me about getting some of the um uh those pain pills the things or whatnot and i guess him and amanda had had been you know getting gotten from alan before the um what are they the um the roxy contents yeah that's what i was telling you earlier but you know i told him you know from my experience with that stuff that uh, stuff's the devil like I was in a motorcycle wreck and I was prescribed those for like a long time and I mean it's just like if you're not taking those you don't need to take them don't take them because that stuff's the devil to get off of and uh, so he stayed up all night with you I talking mean, about Amanda and him I mean we didn't really talk about Amanda and him that long you know there's been one theory floating around that Chase had been mad at his mom that night but he never mentioned that to you no I in mean, fact did he mention that he had been arguing with amanda yeah there was nothing about his mom that he said in any kind of negative way i mean there was i mean that that was you know if anything you know i mean i know he loved you and the little girls like because he he was even saying that you know how he would stay you know with you and you know like nothing negative though like there was nothing that he was mad at you about anything at all like i i would wouldn't say that you know that he was mad at you about anything like I, there's nothing came up that he said you know oh well my mom you know did you know whatever it was only him and amanda like i mean that's the only person that he had it out after you know with i mean okay. for sure i mean and that's you know it's been you know three years but i guarantee you that if he would have said something about you know you if i would have remembered it and i mean that's so yeah. the day that he goes missing you get up that morning around 8 a.m to go deliver the computer to ricky mm-hmm. and you come back he's there mm-hmm. you want to work in your bedroom where he is so mm-hmm. you move him to a guest bedroom mm-hmm. he's asleep on the bed because he's been up all night talking and then you go to Publix and Lowe's. Mm-hmm. You get back around two, and what happens? I started cooking. Started cooking for, you know, because I thought I was under the impression that Amanda was going to come over, and you know, he was going to come over, and I was going to be able to kind of talk to him on neutral ground. Why did you think she was coming? Because I had talked to her earlier, and I mean, you I just, talked to her. Mm-hmm. I talked to her on the phone. Yeah, with the I talked to her on text messaging with from his phone. So, see, I thought you told him to call her. No, no, okay. I did tell him to call her, and I thought he did, but that was after I gave him his phone back. Okay. You know, so and you that called was, her, and did she say she had to be at a hearing or something all day? No, I see. I she didn't say anything like that to me. Um, did she say she was going to come over? She never really said that she was going to be there for sure, but that's kind of why I told Chase to call her and just you know. Because I wanted to kind of squash this and just, you know, just kind of... Get them back together. Yeah. And just because they seem like, you know, it was so just something... So you actually talked to her and texted with her that day? Mm-hmm. From Chase's phone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... I was just trying to help. 
like and that's all I was ever trying to do was just trying to help you know I thought I thought I was helping at that point because um did you say something did did you get the feeling that Chase did not want her to come over yes I did and that's kind of you know what you know was uh you know but I wanted her to come over so that they you know I could you why know, do stop you say that. that why do you say you got that feeling because when I asked him to call her and woke him up he was just like oh man like you did that really like you know why did you do that Brad and I was just like you know this needs to be done so we can you know get past this and you know I thought you can leave <laughs> well I just thought I was helping at this point like I really thought that you know I was actually doing some good because the first time you know they you know both of them were like thanks for talking you know to chase yada 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 and so i'm under this impression that i'm actually you know helping out you know this couple that's got these two little girls and stuff and doing actually you know a good deed and uh you know if if i would have known it was going to end up like this i i would have just you know been like hey guys i'm sorry you know but i you know i don't know what else i can do but just tell you guys that you need to work it out I on your own what a nice stuff did you want to know about that Friday when Brad went back over to? Well, we actually started talking okay. about that earlier. Mm -hmm. well, Friday is the day that I reported Chase missing. Yeah. And then I just did it out of a motherly instinct. And then I called Amanda yeah. and said, I, I, the sheriff's on his way because I'm, I'm reporting him missing. Um, that was around noon on Friday mm -hmm. and we did the report um, and I wanted her to stay with me because I would I was panicked mm -hmm. um, and is that the night that she called you and had you come to her house mm -hmm. but it was probably eight o'clock before I got over there and yeah, she didn't leave till around six or seven but she had to go I mean, it was dark outside, and I know, because I had my, my husky with me. I brought him over there to play with little girls, because uh, I'd always take him to, like, the Ronald McDonald House and the Shepherd Center and stuff like that. Sorry, to, I'm um, not sure what you said. <laughs> so, you take your dog to the Ronald McDonald House? Yeah, I've taken him there before. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and Shepherd's Final? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, why does she call you after Chase goes missing? I mean, I thought she just, you know, she was like, can you bring me some pot? Like, I thought she just kind of wanted to talk and, and, and smoke. And, you know, I, I kind of wanted to kind of go see what was going on with all this. If he was really missing and just, you know, like, because at this point I had no clue what was going on. Like, you know, and uh, so I just went over there and talked to her. And, you know, she seemed kind of, like, not so frantic that he was missing, though. Like, that she, you know... That wasn't really what she was worried about, it seemed like. That she was more worried about getting in trouble for something. Like like the pot that they had growing or something. Like it just it just seemed like her I guess her morals were off on it. I mean, just that, that Did there she was, even mention where is he, what happened? I mean she she asked like, Do you know you know, if he was really suicidal or you know, it's like why would she ask me this when she knew him better than I did? Like and she knew what and he was like that's, leaving. Is that the first time anybody said suicide was her? Yeah, I think so. I mean, did she she asked me, you know, how, how did, you know, what kind of mood was he in? And I was like, man, he was happy. Like, he seemed like, you know, he was his good old self. Like, 
didn't seem like the guy that would run off and hide in the woods or something like that. You know, I was never under any kind of impression that, he, you know, that he was going to do that. What like, else did she say while you were over there? Did she get high? Yeah. She scraped the grinder that I brought over. Um, and, uh, you know, I pretty much just played with the, the dog and let him play with the little girls and the other, I guess they had another dog over there. And, uh, you know, just, just playing with my dog, really. And, like, I, I felt bad for the little girl. So, like, just, you know, because Amanda just didn't really seem like she was focused on much. Kind of just, you know, was just didn't seem like somebody that lost her husband. Or like knew that he was, you know, gone. Did like, did Sydney, the oldest girl, realize anything at that time? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So she was smoking in front of her kids. Yeah, I mean the kids were like inside. I mean she wasn't like sitting there, like you know. We were on the back porch, and then I mean she was just, you know, because I had like a little grinder that my roommate had that had like the resin stuff in it that you can like scrape out. I mean that's all I even had because I wasn't even smoking at that point, and. Um, you know, it was, and I wasn't over there too long either, you know. Really, it's like I brought her the pot. We Do talked for 10 minutes. Do you think she minutes. was upset that Stephanie called police? Uh, I mean, she didn't really say, like, you know, anything about Chase's mom. Like, she didn't really bring anything about that up, like, that I can remember. Why would anybody have thought Chase was suicidal? I never said it. I never said that. Did you think, did you go under the premise that Amanda had come and picked him up from your house while you were at Lowe's? I always thought she picked him up when I was either, like, right where I was at Publix or right when I got back. Like, because when I went upstairs to go get him, um, I mean, I was like, I ran up there because I had set the backyard on fire. And I was like, man, did you, you know, I just remember I was kind of like really, you know, I had a lot of energy because I just put out this big fire in my backyard and uh, that's when I realized he wasn't there and then I you know the roofers because they had just come inside because I had to get them off the roof because it was so smoky and you know I asked them I was like did y'all see my buddy leave and you know they were like you know who you know didn't like nobody was there like type deal and you know the other uh, three Hispanic guys didn't really speak English so, you know, I just kind of, you know. Talk to the one. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. But, I mean, I was always in the impression that they thought that they saw him leave just because they were up there on the roof. And, you know, I was coming and going. And, you know. But they didn't. I, I guess not. I mean, I always thought they did. But there was a voicemail. Wasn't there a voicemail where you left Chase a voicemail on his phone? Hey, man, where did you go? Something like that in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's when I was, like, calling him, you know, trying to, you know, figure out, you know. But that's what he always did. He always left, you know, and just wouldn't return my calls, like, for a couple of days. And then we'd be like, yo, man, I'm all right. You know, I'm doing such and such. Or I left with Amanda. And because that was the first time I talked to him, that's the same thing he did. Like, they just he just left, you know, and didn't really tell me he was leaving. And, you know, Amanda would just show up all of a sudden. And I think she'd be like, hey, I'm here. Come on, let's go. And that was that. But in I the mean, voicemail, didn't you say, hey, man, the roofers saw you leave. Where'd you go? Something like that? I mean, I don't know. I was probably just saying that just so he'd come back. Like, I mean, because I, I just wanted to. Um, I bought all this food, too. And I, I had, like, you know, just a 
much of it went to waste and i wanted him to come back just to kind of you know eat some food and kind of squash the whole thing with him and amanda like i really wanted to like i really thought it was helping at this point so i really wanted to talk to him like both you know and kind of just like like i said i mean at this point i thought it was helping out you know and you know i guess you know they they had their own agenda or whatnot i mean when you went over there mm -hmm. to see her that night after she called you and wanted you to come over mm -hmm. did you ever say well didn't you pick him up yeah i mean that's that's the whole thing i told her when What'd she, she called me the first time she's like no i didn't pick him up like and then that was that like like you know and then we would talk about something else it was just like that's that was the, the big thing was that she just never seemed that worried like she never seemed like she didn't know where he was like that it was you know she was more wanting to get stoned or just kind of wanting to you know i guess just you know get on with her life or something i, I don't know it was just she never seemed that concerned like, how did her place look neat clean uh, i mean she had like two other roommates it 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 was like um it was pretty clean i mean it didn't seem messy she had roommates mm-hmm well, I guess she had like her sister. sisters, yeah. And uh, I wonder if police ever talked to them. I don't think so. Because what was it like? They said he was at like the Walgreens or something, or, or the not Walgreens, but at the the BP off Wade Green or something, like the following night. Yeah, we got a report that that he was at. Um, I don't some kind of gas station. Yeah, I don't know who reported it, but it was because. They were told that Chase wanted to go get some beer and he didn't have his license. So he asked you to take him to the BP. Yeah, see, I just would have bought him beer because I knew he was 21 and it was right there at the quick trip. We were talking about that earlier. Exactly. And I mean, that, that was just, yeah, it. yeah. I mean, they knew he was 21. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, like, it's just, you know, just random stuff like that that, you know, it's really kind How of. How do you respond to what everyone's saying about you on Facebook and social media? How do I respond? Just I, just you know, every time I've said anything, it's you know been turned around or you know I said this, you know I'm changing my story, and it's like my story might have changed by like an hour or something just because I can't remember exactly where I was at this point, but it's been the same the whole time. I mean, and you know, I just try to stay away from the Facebook. Yeah. Just. I mean, it's... How many times have you talked to Detective Twiggs? Oh, I talked to him a bunch, like, right after, um, you know, anytime he called me, I talked to him, and I let him come in my house, search my house, you know. When the dogs came out, I let him walk around. Uh, like, I mean, there's, there's been nothing that I've tried to, like, hold back, you know. I, anything, any way that I could have helped, I've tried, you know, and I've, I've done everything anybody's asked of me, police-wise, legal-wise, and, you know... Yeah, today, when I showed up at the door... Just open the door and we went in. I mean, no preparation, no warning. Nothing. Brandon Duck said that he tripped over what looked like a grave in your backyard, and you said that it was your dog. Is that true? Do yeah. You that? Yeah, that's a little tiny, tiny, tiny little stone that says uh, "Bandit" on it. Oh, it's a stone. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that was my um, my ex girlfriend's dog. So, yeah. But can't yeah, forget about it. that's sad. But my my dog. Um, that's how I have my husky that I have now. Actually, but that's like a whole other story. So, but 
And he swears if I hook him up, I'll take a lie detector. And I think you will. I mean, I, I will, but it's... Pass. I do. I mean... So, I don't really think he was the last person to see Chase. I mean, I, I wish I could tell you more. I really do. I really wish I could tell you where he was. I, yeah, I really bag. do. He had one bag, right? Mm -hmm. So he could have left with that. A backpack. Mm -hmm. a backpack. He did. He left with it. The only thing we haven't checked is that guy down the street who we think. Who if they was. still live there now. No, he doesn't. I went yeah. back there, but I don't know. Police have tried to, because Chase I kept told mentioning police about that him. night. I told police about that. Dude, I did tell police that that dude was selling stuff, and he, that Chase he, wanted to go over there. Right. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you even loaned Chase money. I did. And this is the thing that strikes me: um, if you gave him sixty dollars, mm -hmm. he didn't go leave right then to go get whatever, did mm -hmm. he? Because he went no. to sleep. Yeah. And usually, like you know, he somebody wasn't like off the record. Somebody that's an addict, addict, who especially go that minute. Yeah. Especially right. if you're talking about getting some heroin or something, you gonna right. you don't go to sleep and then go. Believe me, I know. Did he talk to you about heroin? <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know he'd use heroin. I I was never under Do that impression. Do you think impression. he did? I mean, like. Uh, no, I've never heard anything about him using heroin. He yeah. said oxy. He was he wanted yeah. oxy that night, right? I never heard anything like that at all before. And he, I mean, I was very aware of the pot smoking. Because he would always say to me, Mom, if you would just try pot and stop drinking wine, you would be so much more healthy. So we would have like a mother-son debate back and forth. Um, it's not something he hid, but he never, ever talked about using hard drugs. Just tell me, did he, was he using no. heroin? No, I mean, that, that was one thing that like, you know. Did Amanda ever mention to you that he was using heroin? Mm -hmm. No, I Did was he never ever under that impression at all. Heroin around you? No, no. Believe me, he would have. There was I mean, a rumor that you were Chase's um, dealer back in in high school. I did not even know him then. I mean, like I'd known Chase, gosh, maybe a couple months, like when all this had happened. But no, I was never a dealer to to people. And, and did you know Clint Garrison? I don't think so. Was that his friend, or? It was one of his friends, yeah. What about Devin? No, I don't know any of those Devin people. Devin is who was calling him that night. Dustin. Dustin, Who is yeah. Alan? Alan was my roommate. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, and he's the one that started the whole heroin thing with me because friggin' um, he was doing the pills with them and, uh, like, would basically hook them up with the Roxy pills. Who? Alan. Alan would mm -hmm. hook who up with Roxy? Amanda and Chase with the, the Roxy pills. And he had like a pain pill, you know, addiction thing going on. And he knew that I had had them from when I was in my motorcycle wreck. And uh, I mean, he would always try to get me to go back to like the pain clinics and stuff to go get to get him so he could yeah, have them. Yeah, and yeah. it's like because you, you were know, on them at one time, you yeah, had gotten off, right? right. And uh, and I mean, that was you know, I never like I said wish that upon anybody. Uh, opiate addiction is one of the worst things in the world. I mean that. That's about killed me when I had to stop taking them. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, I was on a lot. Do you think Chase would have killed himself? No, no. There's not one, one part of me at all that thinks he would have done that. Like, I mean, just for his little girl's sake. I mean, I know he loved his little girls. Like, and I, I, there's not, not no one part of me. No suicidal talk. Okay. No. I mean, that, he wasn't no. even depressed. Yeah. He was happy. He was, he, the three days he was 
was with me. He was happy. Yeah. He was loving. He would he hugged me. He seemed um, like, if anything, a man that was bringing him down, and he wanted to get away from her that was bringing him down. Like when she came to, when she called him and she told him to get ready, he did not want to go. He did not want to go. And it, it, the closer she got, the more agitated he got. And then when she, they were screaming at each other on the phone, and he was holding the phone out like this because she was screaming so loud. And then she, when she got there, um, she he he was telling her um, that maybe it would be best if we wait till tomorrow, something along those lines. And she was in the driveway. She said, "I'm in the effing dry, driveway. What do you want me to do?" So he just threw his phone down and started getting his stuff together. Is there any reason that makes you think she picked him up that day? Just because of, you know, the fact that she never came over to my house to look for him there, that is like a big thing for me. That, And then the way she called, when I talked to her when she called me, and was almost just like, you know, oh, okay, he's not there, you know, just not really caring, you know, just didn't seem like it was a, that important to her that he was missing. And that's kind of, you know, just, you know, that's what I was kind of talking about this morning was, you know, why wouldn't she show up at my house and just be like, you look, where's Chase? If, he, if he, that was the last place that he was seen and she knew he was there, why wouldn't she just come over there and make sure, you know, that he wasn't there? Like, and if when I she would had have been known there, you, I would have been at your door. Yeah. And I didn't like, know who you were. I mean, and she knew there. She knew she'd been in the house a couple of times. She knew how to get there. So that's, if she says she doesn't know how to get there, that's, that's BS. Like, she knew how to get to my house. It's not very far from the court trip. And she had been there several times. And, I mean, you know, just for her to call me and tell me to come over to her house, you know, instead of, you know, the last place that he was seen missing and, you know, seriously looking for him, not coming to my house, like, just was kind of a red flag to me. And, you know, that's why I always just thought this was going to just blow over and she would end up, you know, saying, you know, where he was or whatnot. And, I mean... I never imagined it would have gone to this extent of him, you know, not being found or shown up. Like, I, I just, you know, never realized it, it would, you know, come to this. What a day. I feel like a wet wash rag, just limp, after hearing and seeing and experiencing what all Stephanie Kadena has been through, even now, in the search for her son, Chase Masner. Amanda, won't you come forward and talk to us? If not for you, for your daughters, they need to know their dad. They need to know what happened to their dad. For their sake, please help us find Chase. Simply Safe, again, thank you for sponsoring our podcast today. You make home security available for everyone. And it's so easy to install. They've even got a video online for you to see. Go to simplysafe.com slash nancy for additional percentage off. Simply Safe, I'm proud you're our sponsor. And I thank you for what you are making possible for Chase Masner's family. Thank you, Simply Safe. Today, the mystery, the investigation of Chase Masner will be handed over to the Cobb County District Attorney's Cold Case File Division. And I pray to God 
they find answers. Do you have questions on Chase Masner and the search for him? Join the investigation. Help us find Chase Masner. Join us on Crime Stories. Go to our hotline, 909-49-CRIME. 909-49-CRIME. C-R-I-M-E. Tell us your question or your hunch. What's your theory on finding Chase Masner? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.